0: Newsbreak podcast.
1: What we know is that travelers that have entered, they have the country from India, they have been diagnosed and they are currently in isolation. Then we also have another variant, the B.1.1.7, which was detected initially in the UK and that caused the great majority of infections in Europe and North America. That one 11 case, 11 genome, have been identified in South Africa and many of them from travelers, but we also fetch that as part of community surveillance. So we know that that variant, it is red transmitting at community level. We just don't know yet what kind of level it
0: is. In South Africa, our second wave was largely attributed to the variant that was discovered by CRISP or identified by CRISP. Now this concerns that these new variants could drive the third wave in South Africa. What is your reaction to this? Is this a legitimate concern?
1: No. At the moment, because we do very uh, detailed genomic surveillance in South Africa, we know that the great majority of infections, around like 90-80%, almost 100%, are the 501.v2. That's the variant that caused our second wave. What we also know from places that have multiple variants circulating, such as India and the UK, that there is no clear evidence that the B.1617.2, the one that's causing most of the infections in India, is more transmissible than the variant that currently dominated the infection in South Africa. What we know is that the second wave, as the big second wave in India, or potentially the third wave that may start in South Africa in the next few weeks, is not only caused by more transmissible variant, but also caused when people... Back to normality, and that involves a lot of super spreading events. So, it's a combination of having variants that transmit better than lineages, which at the moment we have no evidence which of them transmit the most. We think that they are equally transmissible, but also a super spreading event. That's what tends to say waves of infection.
0: Again, another point of contention is around the efficacy of our vaccines against these strains. What is your position on this?
1: A lot of data has been gathered between variants and vaccines. At the moment, especially from data that was collected, what we know is that the vaccines are extremely efficacious on avoiding hospitalization and death despite variants. That's why despite the variants dominating the infections in the world, we are still pushing for max vaccinations because what it means, even if you have a large number of infections with variants and waves, it means that the number of people that would be hospitalized and die would be much less than if we didn't have any vaccination.
0: Newsbreak,
1: Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.